Okay, so welcome back to another uh, episode of The Iron Effect. Um, man, let's just dive into to this next topic. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> right? So, uh, previous topic that we've, we've talked about, we've been talking about time management. We also talked about just dealing with, um, doing life with somebody, doing having a partner within, right. um, within your uh, daily life, and somebody that can help sharpen you. The whole reason why we call this uh, The Iron Effect. That's right. Um, so... Going right into it, let's just you know wh- why why the iron effect? Why have why have, did we go and choose uh, one this name for the podcast? But really, what what it is and what it means to us? Uh, would you mind sharing that a little bit? Ashley? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've talked about. I mean, there are parts of you know life that you experience certain things and it changes you. We've talked about that. Um, you know, for you and I being military, um, certain things get ingrained in you early on, um, that you just don't ever really lose or let go. Um, you know, when I first started doing room clearing, one of the very first lessons they teach you is you will never enter a room by yourself. Don't enter a room by yourself. Like, it's just, it's one of those things, you know, you don't do it. Um, Because that buddy that you have, or whoever's going in to clear that room with you, he's got your back, man. Like, and literally has your life in his hands. If there's somebody, you know, who you're not facing, you know, at your six, if you will, you know, who's, he's protecting you, man. And you don't, you don't go, you don't clear a room or you don't do these things by yourself. It's not something that happens and you literally cannot accomplish the task most effectively and safely without having that individual with you. Um, in some you, aspects you're saying like they have a different point of view. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, and without, if you, if you were to do these things by yourself, you're just being exposed to, like you said, you're being exposed to things that you just, you don't even realize. You know, um, I have a, a random little uh, clip that I watched the other day with my boys. They've been watching, my, my oldest is four, so mm-hmm. everything I watch is like cartoons and like stuff that <laughs> rolls in the house is like, you know, um, just like. Yeah, we're watching Cars for the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we were watching this like National uh, Geographic with lions in it and there's this lion and he's just lost in the sauce man like who knows where this this lion's at but he finds himself surrounded by a pack of hyenas you know and these hyenas are basically attacking him you know and he's you know turning every which way trying to you know to fight back he's trying to you know basically make sure he doesn't die and he is on the path to destruction like there he's going to get overtaken by this pack of hyenas it's just going to happen. And, you know, the guy, the, the National Geographic guy with the great voice, but lo and behold, you know, and, and this other lion comes out of nowhere, right? And he goes from zero to hero. Like he sees, he sees his boy come out of the woodwork, you know, and all of a sudden dives into the, into the, the fight with him. And they just start ripping these hyenas to shreds, dude. Like he goes from basically he's about to die to now he's literally, he's winning the fight. You know, and then they're able to actually, you know, survive, Mm -hmm. you know, but you think about, you take that step back, like we're, we're fighting in life, you know, and maybe that's a little bit of a, 
you know, a stretch, if you will, but, you know, we're in this, this fight. And unless we've got community, unless we've got another individual who's there, who's fighting alongside us, you know, we cannot perform optimally. I really, truly believe that. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, so as we've talked about this and, and stuff, uh, I remember talking to you the other day uh, about this and where um, where this kind of came from and our thoughts. Mm. And what we kept re- both referring back to was we went, you know, we go back to what we know, which is scripture. Right. And the things, one of the things that was brought to our attention was um, a piece of scripture in Luke. Um, mm. But it also goes through ultimate. Other accounts throughout the Bible, but we go into Luke, and I believe it's Luke ten, yes. um, where um, Jesus is sending out um, disciples, and he's sending out guys to go do do work. Seventy two. Yeah. yeah. Can you go into that of like what was so significant about that? What was significant to you about? Yeah. That? So you know, kind of bouncing off our previous episode, you know, I I was spending that first hour or two of my morning, you know, in, in some focused uh, reading of the, of the Word and through prayer. And I just felt God was basically trying to get me to understand that we were made for community. We were made to roll in twos. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning of time, he said it's not good for Adam to be alone. And he creates a helpmate, right? He creates Eve, you know. Um, so anyways, it, it's in this particular morning, I'm, I'm working through Luke, right? And mm-hmm. I'm working through Luke 10. And, you know, it says... After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And it says, um, and he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send, to send out laborers into his harvest. You know, I, for me, as I was reading this and as I was just kind of just digesting this whole thing, you know, and then having a couple experiences where I'm watching this national geographic, you know, and I'm thinking back to experiences of, you know, room clearing. I'm thinking of, you know, um, just all these different experiences that I've had. Mm-hmm. We just, we're made for community. We're made to have that iron sharpens iron mentality. And, you know, when, Two or more are gathered, you know, God is there as well. And that comes, and he shows up in power, you know. And I just, I think that that piece right there really, really taught me a lot, you know. And it's, and I'm still learning more about it, you know. Um, it's, it's cool that you talked about the harvest and you talked about, uh, you know, anybody that knows anything about farming or knows anything about, hard work and stuff that you, when you put hard work into something you want to gain something back from it right, right. and you know uh, <laughs> out of my backyard we, we have a garden that we we, we just recently did uh, in the spring and it's so cool to see my daughter uh, take care of it and, and you know nurture it in such a way to eventually you know produce tomatoes and different other right, things that right, she, right. she wants right and then being able to harvest that and, and enjoy that um, but doing it by yourself, imagine if you're just doing that. Mm. Eventually, it gets to a point where you're like, I'm gaining something, but I'm not knowing who to share it with. I don't know what to do. And I think what's so unique about 
um, doing like like what you said is we were supposed to do this together is because it's it's for a couple things, a couple of reasons. One is for us to um, to enjoy with somebody yeah. because it is it's it's and I think that's something we have to we forget to at the beginning of time that the reason why God created you know man and created humans was for that very reason right. was it wasn't for him it, not, you know he could have lived alone but he wanted to be you know he created us in the image of him he wanted us to have you know to have that relationship mm. so he wanted to have um community so we were made for community right um but then even so i think it, it keeps a it keeps us balanced uh, and keeps us humble mm. but can you can you talk about a little bit like how that looks like in your life? Like, what's your community that's kind of around you? You know, why did you establish that? You know, because some of our listeners are going to want to know. You know, they're military. We're both. You know, we're both military. Yeah. We both work. Um, we both work in special operations. You know, mm-hmm. we won't go into detail about that really on on this podcast. But sometimes we feel isolated. We feel isolated in what right. we do and how we do things. So, what is it typical? What's it? What does it look like for you? To be in community with people and be able to be within your faith. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I couple I would say a couple of months back, um, you know, I really started to understand that what was going on with me internally was my inability to um, process things with people you know, and and really dive into community. Um, you know, and my wife and I, you know, I sat down, we were having this conversation and I said to her, you know, I said, I think what we're missing here is the brothers and sisters that we have, um, those relationships. And what really developed out, out of that was this, really this iron effect, um, which is basically, now, my understanding is that I can't be everything God wants me to be unless I have people pouring into my life, um, helping me be the best version of me. Um, and, you know, if, if you have um, friends who are pouring into you and saying, hey, you know, they, they're constantly, you know, like we said, getting up in the morning, you know, challenging uh, each other, basically saying, hey, you know, are you are you staying active? Are you staying in physical exercise? Are you um, staying in the word? You know, are you treating your spouse respectfully and and loving her, you know, the way you should? Are you doing all these things, you know, that really is, is, is an honoring lifestyle, you know, and having those people who are basically sharpening you as a person, you know, is, is, is priceless. You can't, you can't put a, you know, I'm out on that. You can't. And, uh, you know, for my wife, it's, it's been similar, you know, where she now has individuals in her, in her life, you know, women who are, are challenging her and and helping her, you know, um, be better, you know, and, 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 and pursuing success, you know, um, that when you understand that you were meant to operate with other people in a community, when you when you understand that that you need another person in your corner, like we're talking about, like that boxer, you need that that other individual who's there, you know, motivating you, you know, inspiring you, and then also you need that no joke sparring partner on the other side, who basically is going to say, hey man, you know, 
if you don't put your hands in front of your face, I'm gonna punch you in the throat. You know what I mean? Like you, you got it. You got to have that individual. You know, um, and also somebody who's got some stones. Who, hey, you know what? Maybe alcoholism isn't for you. Mm-hmm. You know, who can who can you know really let you know? You know, you you need to make some changes here. You know, respectfully and, and in a good way, but they actually will actually say it. You know, or whatever it is that that you are dealing with, um, it's absolutely priceless. What would you say for you? Is is that is that similar? Have you experienced that as well? I have, I have. Um, you know, to to kind of go into it a, a little bit differently. It's like I felt um, for a while as I, uh, you know, my military career. I've been in uh, roughly. Just over eleven years, mm. right? And at the beginning of my career, I didn't have really friends um, that much around me. I didn't really keep. Uh, I had people I hung out with and stuff. But I didn't have people that were speaking really good into my life. Mm. Um, eventually, um, I was able. I, I got into a, a, a small group at uh, a church that I was uh, where I was stationed at. Uh, my early on in my career, and from that it just it, you know it kind of exploded. I started getting genuine some pretty good friendships. But the scary part about that is, is I had to be I had to open up. I had to open up some vulnerability. Right. I had to open up and I had to share some stuff within my life and and share with people. And I think you know for our listeners, some people say well you know I want that in my life and I want some things I want to make some changes. But especially in our line of work and being in the military, right? It is scary to. You're right. To open up and have somebody step into to our lives no because, doubt. you know, the way we put it is, uh, you know, both both of us we we both within how our organizations operate we have a junior guy most of the time we have a junior person that's under us. Sure. And what's scary about that junior person, or sometimes we might be the junior yeah. <laughs> and the other person's a senior, right? The thing that is scary about that is eventually you're training them to take over your job. You're right. eventually training them to be better than. And that's what you're trying to do. Right. Um, but you have to have some sense of vulnerability with them. You have to start sharing with them. And, anyway, it's, and, and being a part of a bigger team or a bigger section, there there is that that you guys are all given to the whole, but you also have that intimacy that you have to have with your guy. Right. Because there's things that you're learning that you're trying to teach. If, you know, if you're that senior guy, you're teaching that junior guy certain things and saying, hey, I want to do it this way. I would do something different. This is what I learned when I was – and when I try to do this this certain way, it didn't work out that well. I would approach it a little differently. And um, when I took that and I then incorporated that back into my uh, into my Christian walk, I realized mm-hmm. it was this, you know it's the same thing. I could I could make it work, and, and it started and it started inter- uh, weaving the two. And so I kind of take that same concept of doing that with other people and it's been it's been crazy to see um not necessarily me being a senior to somebody and walking alongside but i've had that in my life where i've had somebody take me under their wing right and become that and and we have those conversations and it you know the older affecting the younger and i think that's what we that's what we we're talking about too we think why community is so important and why uh this why why we do this you know we talked about uh you know, scripture, a piece of scripture for me would be, um, you know, when we look in the New Testament, um, Paul 
took numerous people with him right. and brought uh, younger guys with him, and he mentored them. And he brought them under his wing and said, hey, let me show you how, how this works. Um, but the guy, it wasn't that not only was he feeding into their life, they were feeding back into, into his, yes. and they were taking care of him. Yes. And so realizing that it's a two-way street, it's not necessarily mentorship, but what we call, we call it discipleship, That's right? right. Um, for, with, with, for a lack of, you know, a better term. Right. So I think that's something that we've seen lack for a while within, um, for men specifically. Right. I think, you know, another, again, another reason why we've, we've, we've done this, we've started this podcast, we've had, uh, we have our small groups that we're a part of and stuff is because we've seen such a need for men to, to grow together. Uh, you know, there's just statistics out there that say that, you know, men don't really have a are not rising up as much and that's either because men are not in in homes anymore um men are walking away from their their families and i think a lot of that is in part is because they don't have that outlet they don't have people that are keeping them accountable and they're keeping them action so we're trying to create that community to say hey you're gonna have some tough days you're gonna have some tough tough opportunities but also in the same way uh having those conversations with them so that they can they can feedback because some of them may have never had dads in their lives they've never had um, that father figure in their life. So we're trying to, to, to have those conversations with people. But going back to what you were talking about with Luke 10 and the importance of having that is having somebody walking with you uh, to, you know, push yourself going forward and to do what God has called you to do, to do is genuinely, you know, is ultimately the thing that we we're really trying to pursue yeah. after and that and the importance of doing that because not having somebody to protect you in the back uh you know protect your back or to protect you along the way can make you decide to go down so many different uh, trails we've talked about that with like pastors right um pastors are trying to do it by themselves they don't often do real well they have right. to have some people that are kind of alongside them um being able to mentor and and you know, when they're shepherding somebody, they need somebody to be able to talk to. So, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. It's amazing to me, too, that we as, you know, guys, a lot of times we will have those moments where we say, or when we have a conversation with somebody, it's 99% of the time news, weather, and sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? And especially in our kind of work related communities, you know, oh, well, that's your personal life. We're not going to talk about that, you know? And it's funny because, you know, always in the military, we're always trying to optimize, right? We're always trying to optimize the soldier, the individual, you know, or in, in this, uh, the civilian side, right? It's all about gaining the success. It's all about making the most money. And so everybody's focused on the health of the individual. But yet, you know, if you have problems, go talk to a shrink. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for somebody else, yeah. you know, and it's amazing to me that when you see an individual who becomes really vulnerable and he's, he takes that piece of humble pie and he basically says, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have this conversation and I'm going to, I'm going to have this conversation with somebody I know who can help me, who's a friend who I'm close with, you know, and I have never seen that individual not become better for that it's never i've never seen it i've never that person's never become vulnerable and they've just like 
the, the wheels have fallen off. I've never seen it, you know? Um, and that's what we're, we're trying to get at, which is this iron effect is so critical for, for men specifically, you know, which is you have to have an individual who's got your back, you know, and, and vice versa. I think it also goes to people that uh, have been there, done that. Yes. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's, uh, you, you were talking about it uh, before, but uh, we, we were talking about, you, you know, you're into fitness, you're into, you know, lifting weights and stuff, and I'm yeah. into running and, and that. But to be able to increase our, our ability to lift more or to be able to run faster. Yeah. Sometimes we have to go and talk to the people, to other people that have the experience and, right. and have been doing it for a while because you kind of find out that like, man, I'm hitting a plateau. Why am I hitting this plateau? Right. And they're able to tell you, well, did you, wh- when are you running? When are you lifting? Right. Are you lifting after you go run? Are you doing this? That? And we've come to find out that small things are affecting us, but not having somebody on the outside or somebody that was within a community that we trust or people that we trust to be able to, sh- to speak into us, right. we never would have realized what we were doing. And it's those small things that if we're willing to let people in, it can help it, help increase us to so much more. So Dave, if, if I'm the kind of guy where I'm listening to this and I'm saying, man, I want that. Like I want that community. I want that that you know sparring partner if you will mm-hmm. i want that individual how do i how do i even go about that i mean i think the first thing is looking internal and just saying do i really want it how bad do i want it <laughs> yeah um has has what i've been doing been working <laughs> if it's not then i need to change and i need to figure that out um you have to really make that choice it's ultimately first it's a choice but the second is i think we're I think everybody is shy or, you know men specifically are shy just to ask just to ask for somebody yeah and it's trial and error on some things sometimes man too it's like just asking people to just hey you want to get together do you want to yeah let, let's let's just do life together man right. let's just make it a part of our part of our day um so that uh, yeah i think that's I think that's where it just starts is simply just by asking yeah um because i think there's a lot of guys that desire that you know we all say that we say we need guy time my, my wife and i think your you know your wife is the same way they, they talk about you know i just need some i need some time with the ladies i need, <laughs> I need some time to go and uh you know i want to wait i want time away from the kids and, yeah yeah um you know same thing for for us as guys i think there's a natural reaction you know for us we go to work and so our wives think that's our our outlet. And I'm like, no, that's my. You, like, know, that's you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> that's a means to an end, which is another again another topic that right. I think we're gonna go into is just finding our identity right. and who that is. Right. Um, that our identity isn't found in in, in our, our in our job career what in we our do, career. Right. Yeah, but going back to to that is uh, doing community with other people or being in a. Uh, being in a, a relationship, a discipleship relationship, or being in a mentorship or one-on-one relationship with yeah. somebody else, specifically, you know, another guy, is so important because it, it, it does it just build it builds you up and it helps you to develop so much more. Yeah. If you want the best, and like that's what that's what we're really trying to get at is if you want the best for yourself, the best for your life, and you want to, you know, especially most of the guys that are in the military, we want to be the best of, of the best. 
then you have to look and say, what is it going to take? And what it might take is you'd have to, you know, put the pride down and go, I need help. Right. And that's the hardest thing I think for anybody to, to do is say, I can't do it alone. I need help. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, guys don't want to do that. We don't. Yeah. We just don't. We don't want to do that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and just like the whole point of, you know, our podcast and the Iron Effect is this is all about becoming a well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. You know, not just on the not just in the physical sense, not not just in the emotional sense, you know, in the spiritual sense. It's it's that all-encompassing person. That's what we're trying to, you know, uh, truly have an effect on, you know. And when you have basically said, hey, you know what? I need community. I need people in my life who are going to help me be better. You know, um, you are addressing that holistic man, which is critical. Absolutely critical, you know. So if we're going to leave, you know, our listeners with a uh, with a couple things of, you know, pieces of advice or things that we can do. Um, I think one of the things that we've talked about before is uh, how Jesus did it mm. and how Jesus did it with his uh, disciples and how he chose people and stuff. Um, could you go in a little bit about that? Uh, just a little bit. We, we have, have talked about it a little bit. Um, in regards to how he chose 12 people, but then he had an intimate three. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing just a little bit of your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, one thing that you and I had talked about, and, and I think it has really um, made a lot of sense to me, really made a lot of things clear to me, is, you know, if God needed community, I definitely need community. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that, you know. Um, and if God had this group of friends, 12, you know, but then had an even closer group of friends, like three to four, um, you know, again, maybe I should probably do the same thing, you know? Um, and I think one thing that constantly keeps, I'm, I'm brought back to often is the leadership piece. You know, as men, we're called to be leaders, you know? Whether you are a husband, a father, a man, you are a leader. Because leadership, you know, John C. Maxwell talks about this all the time. Leadership is influence. And if you influence people, you have leadership capability. And, you know, when you have a group of three or four other men who are trying to lead their lives and their families... When they're pouring into you and you're pouring into them, that is where you're starting to see that iron sharpens iron happen. And you are going to become the leader that you want to see, mm-hmm. you know, and more importantly, that you need to be right for your family, for your, for your wife, for your kids. Um, and so having that group of individuals or individual, um, is, is like we've said, it's priceless. You can't, you can't put a number on it. It's, it's, you know, absolutely vital to you as the man, to you as the leader. And, you know, it, it, it just, it, it will, it will change your life. It will transform you. I promise. So from your perspective, what are, I would say, you know, one thing or three things, whatever 
what are one to three things that you would say to do in order to just you know to get started like if i if i want to make myself better what what is ashton's three tips of advice of what what have you done to to make yourself get in the community what's what, what works for you yeah i mean first and foremost you know one basically saying hey what type of people do i want pouring into my life and for me that was god honoring people and the only place i knew to find that were people who who believed in god and so i i was able to find some community in my local church um that's that's first and foremost two is looking at where do i want to go where do where do i want to see progression and basically matching up and saying hey who else is on that path that I know? Who else is trying to establish these things as well? Who else is trying to, to be successful? And, and basically taking a look and saying, hey, you know, okay, so I need God honoring people. I need people who want to be successful and want to be leaders and are looking to maximize their potential. You know, where do I find these people? Yeah. You know, and I did. I found them, I found them in my, my local church. And those individuals actually had a lot of the same uh, uh, job background, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of them were military. So we had all that in common, you know? And I think it's, for, for people listening, I think it's as simple as that. It's basically saying, hey, you know, who's in a similar path, but also doing the things I want to see in my life, you know? And like you said, almost that little bit of a mentorship role, you know? Because we've all had that in our life where, it, you know, I knew this guy and he used to pour into my life, you know, and he used to, you know, help me out with work or he, you know, help me out with this, you know, and basically creating those friendships, um, that that's where it starts, man. Well, hey man, thanks again for sharing, man. I know we're getting close to the end of our time on this one. Hey, I can't wait for another podcast yeah. episode, man. It's been great doing this and, uh, hopefully, you know, our listeners are getting something out of this. So, yeah. you know, we'll see you guys again soon. Yeah.